Good morning. Welcome to Let's Talk Gardening. I'm Earl Coombs, and I'm joined with Joanna Chudy. Good morning, Joanna. Good morning. How are you? Good. Good, good. Yeah, it's a little bit nasty out there. It's melting. Yeah. And our favorite <laughs> subject, snow farming. Yeah, well, it's, I don't know, maybe, it, is it my fault because I'm here today? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, no. No, no. No, it's uh, it was definitely nasty out there, and uh, I know even my daughter Jane, she was at a friend's house last night, and she was debating whether to drive or not. I said, "No, uh, stay where you are. I'll come yeah, get you. Yeah, I got my Tundra four wheel drive." So we went to the mountains. Oh, nice! Could have <laughs> nasty out there. Eh? It w- it started to get pretty bad, but it was my birthday yesterday. Oh, yeah, happy so, birthday, yeah, Joanna! Thank you. Thanks, thanks. Big shout outs to everybody who wished me a happy birthday and my family who braved the snow. And we saw mountain goats, and we took a really awesome uh, drive up to Spray Lakes and had a nice picnic in the car. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Go to the drive through. We were talking on the way back, you know, it's like a couple degrees warmer, this would have been rain and it probably would have come through really fast and washed out really fast as well, just as it does here. But so in a way, I'm trying to find the silver lining, everyone. (laughs) It's cold too. Like it's frozen. I've seen some box stores and things, they had all their trees and shrubs and annuals Uh, out. Too early people, too early. Well, part of it is, and I I don't like to do this a lot, but eh, once in a while, but they have their (laughs) buyer in Vancouver or Toronto and he thinks it's all great in Vancouver, they had all their flowers and everything up. Not but, from the prairies. Yeah. yeah, and then they ship it across the whole nation and think we're all the same, right? No, we and are not. So we just another not. reason to support your local independent garden That's center. Yep. Get your good professional information, yep. all the right local stuff. Local knowledge. Absolutely. And for all the newbie gardeners out there, I know there was like a huge panic, you know, leading up to this weather. But if, if you have plants in the ground that have been there since last fall, fine. they are totally acclimated. They are fine. Um, and if you have new ones... That are out there, it's too late. <laughs> yeah. If you didn't cover them, it's too late. Yeah, it's even yeah. a little bit cold. Pansies would probably still be okay. I know we've we've had yeah. them out for quite a while. Um, they're usually still fine. Because I remember yeah. um, growing when I was at Sunnyside, um, we'd have we'd always put them out April first, and they'd be frozen solid numerous times. But they can they can handle a little thawing. absolutely. I, my first lithia shrub is totally in bloom. As is that yeah. time of year. It's my birthday, my birthday bush. Your birthday flower. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know what? It's covered in snow, and I have no doubt that it'll be maybe some of the blossoms. I love those. We had off. a bunch in like we always we winter some shrubs and trees over from the winter. Yeah. From last season, and, and they're blooming now. Yeah, all the forsythias yeah. are, are blooming. <laughs> Yeah, uh, no, the pussy willows are coming in nice. They're a little bit later though. A little bit later this year. Yeah, a little like colder not, nights. Yeah. If you take a hike through Fish Creek, all the all the naturalized ones down there are already starting yeah. to bloom. Yeah, yeah, those ones and there's some nice ones where they've added in in Silverado. We're on their ponds in Silverado. There's a really nice big batch of of uh, pussy willows, and then also um, going down into Okotoks when you mm. go through yeah, Okotoks down towards the yeah. um, the Costco and all that other stuff down that way. You go past the golf course. I think it is the Crystal Ridge. They have some really nice. Um, batch of pussy willows there as well. That's awesome. It's nice to see those planted in the right spot. All right. You got a couple of happy birthdays from Pat. I see that. Thank you, Pat. That's so nice. I'm turning 40 again, everybody. <laughs> again? Again. I thought you were only like 32. Uh, yeah, we'll go with that. All 32 right. is good. <laughs> I still feel like a kid inside, so I don't really care how old I am. I know. I, I, like, I'm <laughs> going to be 52 this year, and I... 
I, when I look at my eyes, I still feel like I'm. <laughs> <laughs> the spirit is in there. <laughs> oh, I still, I still think I'm like 26 sometimes. I, I, just like, yeah. I yeah. don't know. It, you're only as old as you feel. And honestly, I got lots of energy and I'm at it. And gardening helps me with that, you know, helps pace and me. I was, I was actually supposed to go to a party last night down in Bonass. Um, it's called Rock for the Rink. Yeah. They're raising money. They're twinning the, the arena down in oh, Bonass, right the hockey arena. Nice. Yeah, but bonus. it was kind of. Um, bit nostalgic because yeah. when I was a kid, we did the skateathon to build the first arena. Because when, wow. when I first started playing hockey down there, we were playing outside cool. and all that. Then we built the arena and we all did the skateathon and all that fun stuff. Awesome. Um, but a couple friends of mine who are a couple, uh, Georgie and uh, Ron McNeil, yeah. they uh, they are in a band and they play some awesome music. Cool. So hopefully all went well down there. I just uh, you didn't go because you're. <laughs> The traffic and, and the this, snow, the snow. And, that. Yeah, yeah. and my daughter was out, so I had to go get yeah. her, a bunch of other stuff, sort of dad duties kick in at yep. certain point. And yep. but, Remind uh, you that you are 52. I know, but I put on my fake mullet <laughs> and got everything it. ready to go. I was ready. <laughs> oh my God, I, I wish ready. I could have seen that. I was ready. Uh, yeah, little well, zipper well, jeans hopefully. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully oh, they God. raise a ton of money. That sounds like an awesome cause. Yeah, no, it is. And uh, and that's when they sing the bonus community. They always, and, and there's so many communities in Calgary that do that. And Calgary has that entrepreneurial spirit. Yeah, for where, sure. Where they jump in and help their own communities. And you can feel it in bonus. Absolutely. There's, there's history there. Yeah, yep. there's a lot of changes going on down there with yeah. obviously sunny cyclones and a lot of development. Yep. I drove past, saw it all caved in and smashed flat and it, it was a little hard to see, I got to say. Yeah, no, definitely. And uh, I know I got I got the weather station from there, the rock. We're going to be putting yep. it up at Spruce. <laughs> with We're going to pay a little homage yeah. to them, homage, homage, whatever you call that. Yeah, yeah. A tribute yep. to Sunnyside as well. If the rock is wet, it's raining. Yeah, the rock <laughs> is white today. It's snowing. <laughs> if the that rock is, is warm, so straightforward. It's sunny. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> no, I remember putting that up when I was younger. I think I was 16, 17. Myself, Hank, and Gord was there. Gord, the dad, and he. It was. Yep. We put it in his front yard when we put that up. We're hanging that rock um, way back in the day. Lots of fun. Nice. Yeah, well, good memories. Uh, so I was yeah, fortunate enough I'm to be able to get that. that. Yeah, no, I really wanted. I, it was there, and I, no one else taking it. Okay, I'll take it. Yeah, why um, they? part of the salvage, and I got a whole bunch of the benches that we put up. That's gonna be in our new perennial house, which is beautiful. Everybody, you have to come see our new perennial house. Yeah. It's I think we should have a party in there. Absolutely. myself. we need a big disco it, party. I'm so <laughs> I'm pretty excited right now. It's still pretty playing because we haven't got it full yet. But um, but the paver pathway, yeah. those benches are indestructible. Those and are sunny side benches. Like I saying, I built, built those yeah. when I was 18. So it's kind of, <laughs> again, coming back. And so it's kind of cool. Yeah. But Nostalgia. We, yeah. I love that. And that's one thing, sunny side, I did learn a lot of things like that. When they do things, they do it right. They built things to last. So we got a whole bunch of their sign holders, the benches. Nice. And just stuff like that, you just you're so glad you could reuse it because otherwise it gets crumpled up into a yeah, into gets, a metal recycler. And these yeah. are great; you can't buy better benches. Like these yep. are testament to absolutely your, to your installation. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm not with that. But <laughs> <laughs> well, right. what I love about them, I mean, how big are they? Like they're seven feet by feet? twenty. Yeah, yeah. So that is to me like that's great. Their quality, but. They're going to hold so many perennials. Well, like, we that's double what I'm layered them. About. Like, so that's what's so cool, too. Like, before they were single, but we did double. Yeah. So uh, I'm just stoked that we don't have to mix annuals and perennials anymore. We have a whole dedicated perennial house. Absolutely. It'll be super clear cut for people coming down to shop. And Where are the perennials? Means, right in that big house yes, there. Yes, right in the disco house. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to hang a ball in the yeah. center. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. All right. There's still there's still a chance for my mullet. Come down and check it out. <laughs> okay. Let's go to John. See what he's going. What's going on down there? Good morning, John. Morning. <laughs> Hi, John. Did you Good shovel? Morning. Are you okay? Are you okay listening to that? Sorry about that. <laughs> well, I want to wish uh, Joanna a happy 21st uh, birthday. Hey, yeah. I love it. Thank you, John. <laughs> I keep getting younger and younger. I got to do the radio show more often. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. So what's uh, going on? I kind of promoted your, uh, is it um, Green It Up? Yeah. Fertilizer? Yes, sir. Yeah, that's the 1632. Yep. Yeah, I'm talking to a few gardeners and they they uh, come by and they were praising my grass and I just told them what I was using. They never heard of you. Oh, way to get the word out. That's yeah. awesome. This is a good time of year to be doing your lawn, too. I notice you can tell who has and who hasn't because it's like some yards, you can see their property line. Just even if it's just grass straight across. Yeah. No, one's darker, one's kind of thatchy. And Brad has a good friend that he worked with Sunnyside at Sunnyside Down, and they still, like, they live in Bonas. And he honestly has the greenest grass. And I know nice. Stu Water Lawns. And MJC Maddie, they they use our fertilizer for their customers as well. Um, so it, it does work. And we get people, honestly, um, I and I really want to thank everybody for coming out and supporting our, our product because, man, we we've this, we've go through it. And we get people coming, like everyone's coming in and buying one or two bags. And mm-hmm. um, we, we've, yeah, it's awesome. It, but it really works. And for our soil, it really what makes a difference. And we're not the same as as Vancouver or Toronto or wherever else, right? So that's why we created it for our yep. area. Yep. Yeah. Well, I've been uh, kind of pushing it myself because it uh, has made quite a difference for me. And uh, I have a question: What do you have for a one-armed gardener? <laughs> I, I don't know what. <laughs> I just had a pacemaker put in. You see, and oh, wow. my left arm for six weeks. Uh-oh. Oh, wow. Uh-oh. Are you right-handed, John? Uh, yes. Wow. Wow. Well, that is, I don't know what, <laughs> I think rest. I think that's what you got for a one-armed gardener is to rest. Uh-huh. We, we got a couple phone numbers that you can call a couple people to give you a hand, give that guy Stuwata a call. He lives out near your area. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, I can give you his num- number for sure. What about uh, snow removal? Yeah, he does that too. <laughs> I mentioned that in my post. I had, does your, your uh, crew... Moonlight by doing a little bit of uh, snow removal. We, we don't do a lot of snow removal. We do a couple. We have a we do a um, a big condo complex in Varsity that we do, and that's about it. We have one big area that we do snow, and then at the store, it's sort of not our business, but we mm-hmm. landscape this one. So they asked oh. us to continue to look after it. So we do the one big condo site in right by Market Mall, and uh, oh. but that sort of. That whole snow clearing is a whole nother business. So yeah, and quite That's literally moonlighting. Service doing that, eh? <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And today, yeah, you definitely need it. You got a lot of snow out your way. I have a foot in the well, three feet in the back. Oh wow! Yeah, no, it got you got a lot more in the southwest and northwest yeah. than we did in the southeast. So yeah, I think. So. I want to thank my neighbors. They two of them. One was out last night at eleven o'clock, and the oh. other one eight this morning. Oh, nice! Hey, snow angels. Awesome. That's awesome. All right, well, John, Wait. take care. Look after that pacemaker, and I'm glad so. you got that. That'll keep you rolling for about <laughs> ten, twenty more years. So we're good. So <laughs> look forward to seeing you. Good to hear from you, John. Thanks, John. Yeah. Take care, buddy. Bye-bye. Yeah.
Got to take a break. You're listening to Let's Talk Gardening on 770 CHQR. Let's Talk Gardening is brought to you by Spruce It Up Garden Center, Calgary's one-stop shop for all your indoor-outdoor gardening needs. From plants to pots to trees and shrubs, we got you covered. All right. <laughs> Come on down. And snow removal. And snow, yeah. And Big. snow removal. So some good things if you did get out and do a little bit of gardening, clean up a bit, some mulching, maybe you got your fertilizer on your lawn, things like yep. that. That yep. will definitely help. This moisture Early will definitely season. help. Absolutely. Yeah. This this is a this is gonna be a nice slow melt. It'll all soak in. It won't rush off like you know quick rainwater. So yeah. This is good. No, it, this yeah. is actually quite good. And there's a lot of moisture in it because it's it's really quite heavy snow. It is. It's got a crust of ice on it. So um so you've joined us back at Spruce It Up this year, yeah, and you're yeah. you're leading the the design department in the yeah. in for our landscape project. So Loving if it. someone says, hey, I got this new house. And I got. I want a patio. I want a deck. I want this. I want that. So you're the one that comes out and sort of says, "Hey, yeah, put together." A- it's pretty fun. I gotta say, Rose, this week. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. I'm That's so awesome. lucky. I, I I literally get to show up to people's homes, um, chat with them about what their their hopes are for their yard, talk about you know the parameters, what you know, the size, the budget, um, how they use the space, and we just come up with like the best solutions for for what they're after. It's it's pretty awesome. And we fine tuned our design department. It's taken us a couple years, but then mm-hmm. from you, it goes into our design team yep. with Alistair and Kim, yep. and they put it into a two D AutoCAD format, so everything's yep. accurate. So when you get a plan, the thing is. Um, you also, it's going to make it really good for quoting. You're going to get accurate quotes. Absolutely. You know what the take-ups are. We go are. right off of everybody's, like, I, we get handed usually a real property report, has the exact dimensions, shows me where property lines are, where utility right-of-ways are. Yep. Uh, all these things that maybe a homeowner wouldn't necessarily think about. You know, they're like, I want my tree here. Well, it's in a utility right-of-way, and they don't know what that is. So we can talk about what that is and some possible solutions. And with the designs, it's just... So clear cut, no, so easy to understand. Somebody has a little issues, and that's one nice thing when you work with someone like yourself. They can say, "Hey, the privacy. This guy next door, yeah, is right there." <laughs> or, or this blocking out an unsightly building, or if it's too sunny, yeah. or or whatever, you're able to come up with a solution for them, whether I it's a it. privacy screen or plants or or where to put the patio. Because I see that so often. When someone I can tell hasn't used somebody with a bit of landscape yeah. knowledge, it's yeah. a lot of times the patios are put in the wrong spot. They're or putting they're the too shape. small. Yeah, or, that's yeah, the biggest thing. Or they build a deck right off second ten by floor, ten, huge, right? and it's you know what everyone wants to go. It's I keep telling people when you have a house party, everybody ends up in the kitchen. Yeah. Well, when you have a barbecue, even if you have a beautiful second floor deck, whatever, everybody ends up on ground floor. They yeah. all end up in the garden down below, you know, where there's not a ton of sight lines into yeah. what you're up to and. Yeah, that's just the way. No, it's it's awesome. I could not design the inside of my house to save my life, but I can show up to somebody's to, <laughs> to a yard yep. and I know Front exactly yard. how it should flow within minutes. Like yep. I just get a, I just have a feel for it. So No, you get the visual, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's it's really fun. No, and and it it really helps with budgeting because a lot of people don't realize what it costs. Like there's so many people moving into yeah. Between even starter homes in Calgary, unfortunately, we, we've hit the sort of in the 400,000 yep. up yep. to 800,000 is almost that starter range. Like yeah. it's not the crazy range, but it's it's a lot of money. And then they don't realize that they need to put 
20 minimum yep. to 60, 70, 80, or if, and if you start adding a few extra yep. features or you have a real big lot, yep. it doesn't take long to get up to 100000 or $120,000. A good way for people to envision their budget for landscaping. Think if you bought your house, just drywalled, nothing finished. You know, you haven't picked out flooring, tile, none of that. And yep. you have to do all that when you move in. Translate that outside. So yeah. you're at, you're finishing your outside and a lot of people, especially in the new homes are getting, you know, the developer will bring in the topsoil and that's, that's well, it. Like they have don't have sod. Too, yeah. Like, that even just sod can add up really fast. Yeah, no, so, it's dollar 25, 30 yep. square foot sort of but, thing installed, yeah, raked, who, installed properly. Yep. Do it right the first time, just like we do with our interior spaces. You'll be happy. You know, it's a little bit more upfront, but you won't have to redo it. And in the end, you're actually saving money. But, um, but when so. you do have a plan, though, you can stage it out, too, because you'll oh, know yeah. what your costs are. Okay, yeah. I, I want to do this. Okay, I can do this, this, this year. Yeah. I can hold off on that. And if you see some stuff on sale later on, you can okay, Absolutely, grab some yeah. trees and, and fill them in. You're speaking my language. No, who, uh, but, who was it that said the best time <coughs> to plant a tree is 10 years ago or whatever? Yeah, was that exactly. Benjamin Franklin or yeah. somebody like that? But, you know, it, that phasing is so important because it's like you're building, a, you're building kind of like a skeleton. So you get your hardscape in, you get your trees in. You see how you use the space and then you fill in, you do some raised beds, you do some, you know, some edging, you do all those little bits yep. that take a few seasons to get through. And <clears> then <throat> by year three, year four, you're having you're barbecues, your kids are loving the backyard, your dog is happy, you know, like it's all good. <laughs> Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Actually, was, we, were, we were going to take a call, but actually we're going to wait till we'll just, we'll chat a little bit more. So what kind of things are people asking for this year? Like what do you, is there any newer trends? Right now, trees, trees, trees. Everybody wants trees, which is amazing. Um, I would love to just turn Calgary into a green Mecca. Um, I think it is. We have so many beautiful spots in the city naturally you look at Absolutely. like we we're talking about the zoo right the zoo yep. is such a beautiful place to go and see the animals but even for me i'm such a plant nerd i and just wander around outside we're working <laughs> down there right now we're building a big pa uh, patio outside yeah. the panda enclosure so it's if you want to see our hardscaping yeah. crew in action you have to get you, past the angry goose that's, yeah. <laughs> that's nesting on the shed roof but uh that's that keeps be the a, guys going yeah <laughs> <laughs> he knows if they stop working i got them trained to go hugged. poke them in the butt no. <laughs> oh my god to goose them yeah, goose well them. you know what that that patio there right outside the panda um exhibit is awesome because yeah. that that's where people gather for um special events um it's right outside it's surrounded by these beautiful garden beds yeah. and mature trees I I love walking around there, though. Yeah. It just inspires you because all the arboretum. So if you're looking for trees and shrubs that survive well in Kari, oh, yeah. take Go a to cruise. The, the yep. arboretum is yep. phenomenal. We have Fish Creek um, not, uh, Provincial Park, which just snakes through our city beautifully. And yep. yeah. yeah, We have so many resources. The Rita Rock Garden. Yeah. Um, the one in Raleigh Park in the summer, they do all those nice plantings. Yeah. There's so many great little gardens in Calgary that you forget about. And yeah. I got to take a break for some, some commercials. You're listening to Let's Talk Gardening on 770 CHQR. Welcome back to Let's Talk Gardening. I'm Merle Coons, and I'm joined with Joanna Chudy this morning. And we're going to go to the phone lines, and where are we at? We're going to go to Dale. Good morning, Dale. Uh, thank you. How are you doing? <laughs> you you had a big yellow bag uh, 
sent to me. Hey, yes. Right on. I, I, it was delivered and it's spread out. I got it out before the snow. Perfect. I, I just wanted to say thank you very much. You're very welcome. That's nice. But I had one other, I had one question. Yes, sir. And I heard this a couple of times out of Washington, and they call it human compost. Yeah, that's... Humanure. Yeah, humanure. Uh, well... <laughs> Mill, Mill, Mill Organite is one of the brands yeah. that, um, where you get that. Um, yeah, I have, I have no idea. I just never heard that term. Yeah, no, it's been used. It's actually quite a, I guess, and I, I haven't really used it. I've seen it, and it's, um, yeah, it's Mill out Organite's there. used in the States. Um, yeah. I grew up in northern Michigan, and two of the, I worked at a tree farm, which is also a retail nursery, and uh, another family-run place, uh, landscaping, a lot like Spruce It Up. So, um, we use Melorganite on, we just do all our potted nursery stock. We toss Melorganite in every spring. So it's not like when you're cremated, they no. No, put you no. in the garden. Uh, well, so I guess there's worse places to go. <laughs> I'd rather be on top of the garden than under it. <laughs> Feeding my apple tree later. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just never heard that term, uh, human compost. Yeah, mm. yeah. We, uh, Joanna taught me that one. The, the, oh, the human, the human, <laughs> human humanure. Humanure. I and I only know a little bit about it because, again, having grown up in orchard country and lots of farmland, um, and having just. Municipally, well, in excess of that, they right. have like in pe- yeah. when they have places where you have eight million people in a small area. Like there's a lot of yep. They spread it on fallow fields. As far as I know, I could be wrong. I don't know a ton about humanure, but at least from back home, they had uh, that's they'd sort of waste the excess in that way and then plant it up uh, after some time had passed. So, but but, but yeah. I thought I heard on your show um, earlier. That, uh, that's where salmonella and... I, I think if it's in the raw form, absolutely, it can... Salmonella yeah. and things like if that. That's from sewage rather than gone through the proper thing, then that's what... I think we have to be careful when we talk about manure of any species because it needs to rot down. It needs time to uh, decompose and break down and have those harmful pathogens um, like not not touching food food. Crops, so that's where we get into trouble. I think, as you hear things coming out of the states like that romaine lettuce scare and all that, um, spinach, like all these leafy greens are pretty susceptible, and I think that's just part of the part of the deal with big uh, big producers in that way. Um, yeah. Anyway. So, so we're not all going to sell our toilets. No, <laughs> please don't. No, <laughs> we'll be in a ton. No, of- but I think as as populations grow, I think. It's always good to look at different ways of recycling and reusing, um, similar to what I did with the benches from Sunnyside Greenhouses, right? (laughs) Resurrect. Yeah, resurrect (laughs) and reuse um, wherever possible. I I always think it's always a good thing to do. And like I said, it's a a smart thing. Like, like, it's better than Quebec dumping it into the water. Yeah. Give it a chance. Yeah, yeah, no, but those are the guys who scream the loudest, right? I, and I shouldn't get on the political stuff, uh, but but man, oh man! <laughs> no, no, don't want to talk politics. Yeah, <laughs> I just wanted to thank you for the big yellow bag. You're very welcome, and thanks again to our folks at Eagle Lake Landscape Supply. So, thank you very much. All right, thanks, Dale. Bye bye. Bye bye. Awesome. I always love that, and we always love when we got to travel down south. We're going to go down. <laughs>
Down, down to High River. Long, Zonsaliva. <laughs> what's going on? Joanna. Joanna. Long, Zonsaliva. How's it going, Mary? Live. Oh, thank you. Thanks yeah, for the and, birthday wishes. Uh, 40 is good. Yeah, 40 is so good. Even the forever. second time around. I love it. Better I'm going to 58. <laughs> I like 32 and I like 21. So yeah, yeah, I'll just yeah. Leave it Age up to only the... matters if you're wine or cheese. There you and go. You're neither. <laughs> but I like them both. So. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> Not wine, though. It makes me goofy. Uh-oh. <laughs> Gives me headaches. <laughs> what's what's <laughs> homemade? So yeah, what's new with you? How's it? Not supposed to be drinking. Uh, well, I'm Poor older than 18. John. Yeah. Poor John Merle. He sounds um, like he's doing okay. No, that's good, though. No, but that's good, though. It keeps him going. Hey, no, yeah. he's going to get better. Absolutely. You know? yeah. nope. The pacer makers, that's pacer good. makers yep. it makes a man. No, it uh, straightens everything out, straightens the rhythm out, keeps yeah. everyone going. Oh, he'll do good. Yep. Yeah, he's got a no, great, great personality. John, I sure enjoy does. him. John has... Super karma when you if anybody's <laughs> been lucky enough to meet John yeah. like you get you get a, there's an aura around him when you yeah, meet him. Yeah, I can tell on he's the telephone. He's super, a great young man. man. Yep, absolutely. Anyway, I need What's to up? tell you. What's up? I was up, blew the budget. Yeah. Uh-oh. The pansies and the carnations, hey, right on. the cinnamons, they're all in my garage. Ah, and but. Waiting. But I had some perennials come up, yep. so I've been out pushing, not lifting. Are you mulching a little bit? What are you seeing? What perennials up. are up? Uh, perennials, yeah. all my autumn sedum, oh, my nice. poor old bleeding heart. Yep. Yeah, they're yep. an early one, yep. Uh, and uh, my, my poppies, oh. but they're okay. Yeah. And the... Um, the the daffodils, they were poking through the ground, but I covered them the other night, yeah, because uh, I didn't want the deer to eat them. Yeah. Yeah. Anyhow, I need to ask you, will they be wrecked? No, no. Most no, of the perennials brave. will be they're fine. Good. Yeah, we were just uh, talking about this. If they're if they've been in the ground since last fall, oh, even as bulbs, they years. yeah, they're fine. You know what? They're they're, okay. they're locals. They know what to do with this weather. They know yeah. in this, in the and snow. my and the little sedums, they were up too on the south side. And the snow works like a a bit of an insulator uh, too. And a so blanket for absolutely. Them. So it yeah. covers them up. So it's like a little mini igloo, right? Yeah, it covers them up the and trees. keeps the cold. Yeah. yeah. It's called springtime it's, in the Rockies. Yeah. It's, just no, it's no good for some of your annuals <laughs> and things like that, though. But. No, it's great for, for you know, for the trees and everything, because I was doing a lot of watering. I got tired of being a fireman. Yeah, yeah. awesome. Well, <laughs> thanks, anyway, thanks, Mary. Uh, yeah, I wanted to ask you, Joanna, mm-hmm. um, do you have a peony perennial that looks like butterflies. Oh my, my gosh! My friend, yeah, uh, brought me some yesterday last year. They are so beautiful. Do you have them at Spruce Up? Yes, we do. Um, the Ito is my pronouncing that right? Yeah. Yeah. The Itos are awesome. And the what? Ito. Ito peonies. They, usually, they come in a little bit different color. They have the, they have like a really nice salmony copper color. They have yellow. Yeah, they were beautiful. How do you spell that? I T O H. 
O-R-T-O-R-T-O-H. And they're great. Yeah, they have the little different look. They're they're gorgeous. They're gorgeous because I just got the old pink ones. Yeah. You know, but uh, anyway, they're so nice. I'm going to get a couple. You know, because I'm going to live forever. Absolutely. There you go. Yeah. All right, Mary, we got to roll. Good talking to you. Thank you. Yeah, you too, Mary. You'll get better and you'll get help. (laughs) Absolutely. Okay. Thanks, Mary. Thanks, Mary. Bye. 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 All right, you got to take a break. You're listening to Let's Talk Gardening on 770-CHQR. Welcome back to Let's Talk Gardening. I'm Merle Coombs, and I'm here with Joanna. And we got a text here. Hello, this is Merlin from Medicine Hat. Last year, I planted Ecolon made by Wildflower Farms. Works great. We h- highly recommend this product. It's very good. This year, I can't find it locally, but there is one called Enviro Lawn made by Nursery Lawn. I don't believe it's the same one. Um, I would almost venture to guess for sure it's not. Um, unfortunately, we do have it in our, like we carry the Ecolon where we've carried it for a number of years. It's a blend of, I think, seven different fescues. Yep, which grow really well here. Yeah, and yep. especially underneath spruce trees, those hard-to-grow areas. Mm-hmm. They can um, handle a bit more shade, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's a great lawn seed for that. So uh, um, Merlin looks uh, be more than happy to let you come down to Calgary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come check us out. Absolutely. Take a day trip. Short drive from anywhere. Yeah, Ian <laughs> um, texted in as well about our um, crappy subject we're talking about. Oh. The humanure. He oh, <laughs> says yeah. the waste from city of Calgary is currently pumped onto fields in the Calgary area. Only treated liquid goes back into the river. The sludge, gross, makes good fertilizer and the city pays you to put it on your land. Awesome. So there you go. Why not? <laughs> Complete the cycle. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, let's go to Malcolm and Sylvan Lake and we'll see what's going on up there. Good morning, Malcolm. Good Hi, Malcolm. How are you? Good, good. How can we help you? Um, I've got two two questions for you. The first one um, has to do with my lawn. Okay. Um, uh, last summer, my neighbor and my lawn, which are adjoining, started to get these small, very hard bumps in them. And a farmer friend figured it was dewworm. Yes. Mm, yeah. And uh, I also have lots of ants that I'm always fighting. And um, this spring... Um, like a week or two ago, I power raked it, cut it super low, and I noticed lots of little holes that are quarter inch diameter yeah, holes into the ground. Yeah, and that's from the dewworm. So what that is, and what I'd really recommend is just do more consistent watering, like slower, deeper watering, and that'll mm-hmm. push them down because they're coming up to where it's softer. It's just mm-hmm. so if you just if you water water twice a week, but water twice in the same day. So water in the morning for. 20 minutes, half hour, and then wait a couple hours and water another half hour and then do it both in the same day. So that way it gets down there nice and slow and deep. And that'll push a lot of those uh, ants and even the, the dewworms down lower. Okay. That's, there is so some products to use for, for ants. That's mm-hmm. um, There's some really good ant out and there's some other good products that work for ants as well. Watering works really well though yep. with ants. They just like it dry. So if you're more consistently watering, they'll set up shop somewhere else. And then you're in, in your lawn, it'll just be much nicer and it's better for the lawn too because then it pushes the roots down lower too. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've, I've, my lawn has been staying green 
and I've been watering it not that often, but enough to keep it green. But I still got these dewworms. So yeah, more so, watering. Yeah, just slow and deep. Like just do it like twice a month instead of maybe three days a week for twenty minutes. Do it twice a week, but to, twice in the same day. So it's getting wetter, lower, deeper. So that way the 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 dewworms don't need to come up to where it's softer. Because when you're just watering the top bit. They come up there where it's a little softer for them to go around. But if you get it, if you get a little bit moisture down deeper, they don't need to come up as high. Okay. Already? Okay. Yep. Sure. And then the other thing I'm wondering about: um, a couple years ago, I planted a few dwarf pines. Yep. And uh, the first summer, uh, they were doing just fine. And then um, the next summer, they started to get um, r- a lot of rust colored needles and i have a continual problem with ants and i'm certain that another pine bush the ants killed it off yeah the ants do like the pines because they they do have Mm -hmm. the sweet sap and they tend to like that kind of thing like they hang out with peonies and a lot of times they will go near pines um is the yellowing of the in the red more in the center of the pine or on the outside um i haven't seen any yellowing um, it started out always being lower branches, yeah. like a complete branch. And then a couple weeks ago, I think this is maybe another source, when the hot sun came out and the yeah. ground was dry, the top of the bushes turned um, rust-colored needles. Yeah, we did get a lot of that this last year, just with the, how cold it was, too, and when it's been really dry, the desiccation. So it's really important to try to water your your evergreens in and a lot of your trees and shrubs water in really good in September, October. That way they stay mm-hmm. frozen. And if they go to bed dry, it's really hard on them in the wintertime when they get they get freeze-dried because they there's just nothing there for them. Yeah, spring so, is really hard on yeah. them. You see a lot of damage in the mm-hmm. spring. Yeah. Okay, is there more likely the pine trees damaged from ants or no. not enough water or both? I would say more of the water in the sun, the freeze-drying. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. When you're getting that red like that, if you're able to text the picture to the same one, um, I'd we'd be able to give you a little better idea on it as well. Oh, okay. You can text to the same phone number if you if you can to the nine seven four eight two five five. Okay. Sure. Alrighty. And I I tried ant out. It didn't seem to be uh, strong enough. And I also tried a mix of uh, borax. Icing sugar and water, put it out in little dishes. That seemed to work a little better. But yeah, another product you can use is Pure Spray Green. You can just spray the whole anthill if it's around mm-hmm. there. Just really do a really good soil drench with it. Mm-hmm. I've heard lots of people have really good luck with that. Okay. Alrighty. Oh, good. Well, thanks very much. All right. And, uh, happy birthday. Hope you hey, both have thank a you. great day. All thanks right. So thanks, Malcolm. All the way from Sylvan Lake. <laughs> Wonderful. Awesome. Thank you. We have people tuning in from all over the world. Absolutely. Also, Richard from UK, from London. So nice to hear people tuning in. That's Absolutely. awesome. And we need to take a break to, <laughs> to pay for all this stuff. <laughs> You're listening to Let's Talk Gardening on 770 CHQR. Welcome back to Let's Talk Gardening. I'm Merle Coombs, and I'm here with the birthday girl, oh, Joanna. Thank you for having me. Hey, it's awesome. Happy birthday. <laughs> thank you. 
It's Lucky you Sunday. get to hang out with me. Yeah, always good. Always good. I love hearing what people call it. Every man. girl's dream Sunday day with Merle <laughs> on their birthday. All right. Hey, Jerry, how are you? I'm good, Merle. See? I'm just back from Mexico, and oh, yeah, we nice. spent the winter there, and I did listen to you from Mexico. Hey, you were just nice. saying, listen from all over the world. Yes, yeah. we do. Awesome. Yeah, we have the great app, the radio player app, that you can do that or I know, online. I listen. Yep. I do. Awesome. <laughs> so what my dilemma is now is I just got back, and I'm late for my sweet peas. So I'm wondering, do I plant them indoors, or do I plant them straight outdoors? Straight outdoors. Yeah. And you still so. got lots of time. Um, right now, Is it's, it's a perfect time especially after this moisture in the ground. Okay. Um, it'll be warming up right after. It'll be perfect. Okay. And do I soak them or not? Yes. Well, we had, um, um, she was on last week, Diana, and she mentioned sh- she does soak them, mm-hmm. or okay. so it doesn't hurt to do that. So I, I think I would. And what about an inoculant? I've never used that. Now, is it either soak or inoculant, or do you do both? I think people have done both. The, yeah. the soaking softens it up, and then the, the inoculant is, helps the, with the germination. Okay, okay. So, and so I can put them right outside. Yeah, absolutely. And okay. I know... I know we had gorgeous sweet peas, and my mom never had an inoculant, but yeah. I know she always soaked them. I always remember her big pot was sitting on the... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've never used an inoculant, and I have lovely, lovely <clears throat> sweet peas that grow every year, but I have been growing them in the house for a number of years and then putting them out. Trans- but- I just find that with those, they do like the cool, and I, I think it'll be, in, it'll be interesting yeah. to see how yours turn out because they should be firmer and less stretchy. Okay. Um, okay. Just starting them outside. They'll be, okay. yeah. they'll be thicker. They'll be... Ugh. Yeah, more sweet peas. More to your sweet peas. More oomph with them. Yeah, yeah, there you go. There you okay, go. that awesome. sounds good. Now, uh, just another quick question: If I was going to do a raised bed, which I'm thinking of doing yeah. here, I put I would remove the grass, put a gravel bottom, and then would those yellow bag soil work? Yeah, how big of a raised bed are you thinking? Well, I'm thinking about 20 feet long. I got these great old big timbers I just bought, and they're about, oh, they're, pro- well, no, it's, it was, uh, say, okay. 20 feet long by. Okay. But they're not railway ties or anything no, like no, that? No, 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 okay. no. They're just old uh, timbers that have been okay. cut and been sitting. Awesome. But So I can do that, just pile them up and then take the grass out. Do I put a gravel bottom? Um, you can, but really, and how high are you going to go? I was thinking as high as I could go that I don't have to bend over a lot. Yeah, so I, I you don't know what you don't really need to remove the grass. Okay. I would just you can just get and we carry that same stuff in the bulk bins. And for, for the amount you need, you can just get that delivered. But you know what, Jerry, I'm gonna yeah. help you out with one bag. Oh really? Hey. Yeah. Oh, nice. Congratulations. Oh, I feel like a great winner. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. The last yeah. time I won from you guys I bought that giant big horse from you. Oh, yes. Oh, I remember, remember that. And, yeah. I, and it had fallen, oh, yeah. fallen over, yeah. and so I brought it home and redid it, and I look at it every day thinking I won the lottery. Awesome. Uh-huh. Awesome. Cool. <laughs> yeah, that was one out of, uh, in Bali, it's one of the hardwood horses. Oh, it was all, beautiful. All put together. It's amazing. Oh, one. nice. Yeah. And I painted like I did his, painted his eyes oh. and oh, cool. painted his face. You should text us a picture. Yeah, I'll send, do that. Yeah, yeah, text us a picture. I'll do that so, for sure. So, I have the formalities that I got to do. Perfect. I, congratulations. <laughs> you have won a big yellow bag delivered awesome. directly to your home Perfect. from Eagle Lake Professional Landscaping. Oh, you're the best. So there you go. 
Perfect. And we'll do that. And I just got to put you on hold, okay. and Gord will take all your info. Thanks, Merle, and, and I'll get those in the ground right away. Awesome. Thanks. Bye-bye. Take care, Joanne. Bye-bye. Thanks, you too. All right. Hey, how nice. <laughs> yeah, there we go. And there's yeah, a quick there. question text line here. Um, sweet peas, All do right. they need full sun? Yes. What's quick that? Quick answer, yes. Do sweet peas need full sun? It was a yes. text message on the on the note of sweet peas. Yes, they love full sun. So okay, keep them, awesome. Keep them there. And I guess um, Diane says you don't have to soak them, but I know a lot of people have. Everyone has their own way. Yeah. And you just do your own thing that works for you yeah. season to season. I soak mine, but... Yeah. Absolutely. I know people who don't, and that's fine. All right, got to take a break. You're listening to Let's Talk Gardening on 770 CHQR. Welcome back to Let's Talk Gardening. I'm Merle Coons, and I'm joined with Joanna. And we're going to go to Nettie. Good morning, Nettie. Well, good morning, Merle and uh, Joanna. Hi. Hi. I have a couple of questions. Absolutely. How can um, we help you? So I have a south-facing garage, and I've had my geraniums in the in a, in a window there. With they've just got huge. So last night, very late at night, I said I got to cut these. But now I'm thinking maybe that wasn't such a good idea. No. So they've been in full bloom all year, but um, all winter. But the problem is they're just way too tall. Yeah, so they get they get leggy cutting. over the winter. So absolutely, yeah. you did exactly the perfect thing. So okay. you took about a third off the top? Uh, probably a good, good half. There okay. are, uh, most of my cuttings are a foot high, and okay. they're, they're, they're great. They're amazing, but now what? Okay, so that you actually did everything perfectly right. Um, so now you're okay. going to... So it, now just look at the leftover structure of your plant that you have left, and then just... If you see anything wonky on it that's sort of going odd, just, just trim it up so you kind of get everything going in a symmetrical kind of way. Okay. And with all those cuttings, if you want to take cuttings, the top ones are going to be your best ones. So you want to cut them about two inches long and just oh, above so your... short. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you'll see all the little nodes on there where the leaves were. Right. And you, and if you get one or two leaves above um, the nodes, is that's all you need. And pick off any of the blooms. And then you can put okay. them into a rooting hormone. And typically, number one, rooting hormone, hormone works really good. For okay, the, number one then. Okay. Yeah, it's for the soft tissue. And then do I put it right into the into Right into soil? soil, right into soil. Okay, so that's good. Can I use this number one also? I have a, a very old um, rose bush that I, I got tired of. It was just getting too old and lots of disease, so I cut it right back. But connected to that is a, a shoot that does not look like a runner. So I was just going to go out there this week, cut it, and then throw it back in the ground with a rooting compound. Would that work? Number one, I, I wouldn't use that. That that's more of a rooting hormone. I would just use a like a the Rage Plus or a Mike's transplant. Get the mycorrhiza going in the soil on that. What's that called? Sorry, it's just called Mike's M Y K E or Rage Plus, and that's a product you can use on all your trees and shrubs and flowers and your your geranium cuttings, all that. So maybe just go with that. Just get a, a bottle of the Rage Plus. Okay, and just add that and then yeah. put, put it back in the ground. Okay. Yeah, and if it's coming okay. from the root, though, it's probably just going to be a native variety of a rose because typically most of the roses are all grafted onto hardy rootstock. Mm-hmm. So it depends on what okay. type of root it, or what type of rose it is. So some are on it's your own root rose. probably about 50 years old. Yeah, okay, it could be if like if it's an old Persian yellow or a big old Hansa or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Um, you'll be good, but a lot of the roses are grafted on the hardy rootstock. So okay. depending on, gotcha. yeah. Okay. All right. One more question. Yeah. Um, I've always wanted to plant pussy willows, but my mom's experience was is that they went to 12 feet tall and we couldn't hardly get rid of them. Is there such a thing as a low pussy willow bush? Yeah, we have? actually have the we have some weeping pussy willows, and we'll have them in the store. Um, so they're a smaller variety. Absolutely. But you don't have any upright ones, right? Because I have a weeping in the front, which I like, but I like the yeah, ones. Yeah, no, the, the no. upright ones, um, they do get fairly tall. Like they're going to, you're getting... They'll spread into, out a bit. Yeah. Yeah. They need a bit more like room. Okay, so. just too tall then. Okay, thanks. Yeah, well, there's some that aren't bad, though. Like if you go, what part of town are you in? Willow Park. Okay, so if you go... Even, like you said, into Silverado, that new neighborhood, right along the pond yep. there, there's a bunch yep. there. Um, this sort of look at that variety, and they're, I guess they're 10, 12 feet high sort of thing, and they've been there for like 10 years, so they're not bad. They don't seem to get real, real big. Okay. So right. um, so if you like that variety, and I'll look more into that at the store, so just look us up there and... Uh, yep. and we, we'll always have, we always have like half a dozen or more varieties of willow yep. that are really pretty. Okay. Yeah. I'll check them out then. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. Willows in Willow Park. I love it. Absolutely. (laughs) There's 38 varieties of willows in in Alberta. That's amazing. I'm not surprised. They're pretty versatile. Yeah. So I haven't talked about my past, but that was one of of my projects before. I built a private estate for a family just south of town, and we built a willow walk. Nice. And I did little clumps of willows all the way around the lake. Cool. So you can walk around, you'll see all these little different... I love the tricolor. It's one of my faves. Yeah. And the blue fox. Yeah, the polar bear willow. A little bit more ornamental, right? But... The polar bear one's awesome. Yeah, they're beautiful. Good shape. They get big, too. Like yep. They get 10. Yep. Um, and I'm not sure if the Brooks Research Lab is still going. I remember they used to have the Arboretum there, and they were very nice to me. They always let me come and take cuttings. Nice. And you can do that with willows. So easy. Stick yes, them in water, absolutely. I was kind of hinting at that in the Silverado thing. If she's going by there and maybe wants to take a cutting, yeah. if she's already got her tissue. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. but, you know, not we did not that. tell you to do that, yeah. but yeah. Uh, it's been known. If, yeah, that if your pruners <laughs> are in your hand. And, you know. They're always in the glove box, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, Pat. You're awesome. He says we trim our willow hard every two years to keep to keep it manageable. That's great. That's uh, industry term is rejuvenation there. So um, for for the call, the listeners in Willow Park, if you're thinking of doing willow, um, they can handle a big haircut every couple of years. Yeah, but don't let them get real big like wood he, first. Yeah, yeah, and yep. then cut them because then they get really weak. Because I see that, you know. Yeah. Like they get that big, heavy wood. You want the new growth. You want yeah, that soft them, new growth, manageable. Yeah. yeah, three, four years, and then cut them back. Um, if you let them get larger into 10 years and you're getting into the 6, 8, 10-inch yeah. um, caliper, it's really hard on them. You get lots of dead with them. They become yeah. really unhealthy. They and, get and really ugly. Quite dangerous, yeah. too, because they, yeah. they drop. They, and they're able to send out so much. You'll see like eight feet of growth on them. Yeah. yeah. So If a willow has found water in the roots... <laughs> There's no holding that thing back. Yeah. Well, and as Pat says in his text message, his wife had pot had a potted shoot from the grandparents' farm, and she kept it in a pot for ten years. Wow. So come on, willows are like survivors, oh, right? No, they're they're <laughs> unreal. Cool. All right, we have time. We're gonna go to a different gentleman in High River. There good morning, go. Ken. Morning. Are we today? Hello. Good. Good. How are good. you? Well, she's a little white out, but we'll get it over yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> How much did you guys got a fair bit out there? Mary was saying as well. Yeah, it's hard to tell. I, I'm out in the farm. I, in the country, I farm, so it's you know there's a couple of feet in the drifts, but yeah, two three inches out there. It looks like so. Awesome. 
Awesome. Good moisture. We sure needed it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, that's so true. How can we help you? Well, I've got a big old a lilac in front of a window, and the window's got to be changed out. Am I going to kill it by cutting it down? No, actually, they, they like that. They can be rejuvenated. They can get right down to the ground, and uh, they'll just shoot up like crazy from the root. Okay, I thought maybe this time of year would be the worst time of the no, year. No, it's you, actually... You won't get blooms, right? No, you won't get blooms, but, but you'll get lots of growth. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so when you're saying cut it right to the ground, we're talking like three, four inches? Yep, absolutely. Oh, okay. Buzz good. cut. Perfect. <laughs> Thank you for your time. Yeah. All right. Yep. Thanks, sir. Bye. Bye. All right. And if anybody would like to join us, the phone lines are wide open. You can call us at 403 974 8255 or 1 800 563 7770. And we're going to take a quick break and we get back. We have the guru, the Kath, yeah. the Kath Smythe. Yay. She's going to join us. We're going to chat. Excited for that. About the gardening show and then also probably a little bit of gardening as well. You're listening to Let's Talk Gardening on 770 CHQR. Let's Talk Gardening is brought to you by Spruce Up Garden Center. Calgary's one-stop shop for all your indoor-outdoor gardening needs, from plants to pots to trees and shrubs. We got you covered. (laughs) And some bulk bins and whatever else you need. Oh, everything. Can't wait. This time of year, I just love it because all of a sudden... The garden center just blooms open. Yes, and I'm so excited for that. Everybody's like, we come down, check things out. I'm like, hold up, hold up. Yeah. Come, come check out the greenhouse inside, warm up, check out the stuff we have outside. But nursery stock coming coming in the next couple yeah. of weeks here. May 6th, 7th, I'm going to get the nice. full big truck in of all our nursery stock, fill up the the tree lot at that point. It, it's still too early. Like it, it is. Just like you said in the beginning of the show, Like this is. everybody's wondering why we don't have... A this full selection. Why. This is why, because we know. I'm so so surprised. <laughs> we know the but we do have a few dormant ones that we've wintered over, and they're fine. Like we had some people yep. yesterday buy a couple big trees, yep. the forsythia things like that. We have you can definitely buy those and yep. put them out. They're they're hardy because they're growing locally. They've hardened off, and like you said, that you, you mentioned earlier, they're climatized, right? Yep, yep, so. for sure. So you'll see double flowering plums before too long. We'll be you know we'll be full of those beautiful early spring blooms. Absolutely, but right now we're going to go down to. Kath Smythe. Good morning, Kath. Good morning. How Hello. are you? Oh, I'm pretty good. Nice. <laughs> Did How- you shovel snow? Uh, no, but I was, out, I was out doing an excavation trying to see how things were in the igloos. Yeah, uh, no kidding. <laughs> covered and happy, protected maybe? Well, they were protected. I had spinach and lettuce out there, and they were just oh. great big domes. And I thought, oh, I just want to see. Awesome. <laughs> so, awesome. They so, were fine. The snow is very wet, and it's beautiful. Yeah. How high were your spinach in that? They were up about three, four inches. Okay. Yeah, nice. so is the lettuce. So. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I was a little concerned, but they were fine. I love that. I know in the past, actually, some of my listeners haven't sent me any of the pictures of their spinach in yet this year. But it just looks so fresh and crisp when you've wintered it. Oh, yeah. When you sowed them in the fall and then they're coming up in the spring. And they last a lot longer, right, in the fridge? The squirrels really like it. Yeah, it's it's (laughs) so awesome. They're smart. (laughs) So... Anyways, uh, we're getting real close. I think next weekend's the garden show. Yes, it is. Next Saturday and Sunday at wow. Max Bell Center. Yeah. Wow. I'm so excited for that. We get to chat about yeah, gardening. Yeah, you and I get to yeah. spend some time. <laughs> yeah, so what are, you, what are you guys doing? Well, we're doing a sort of a group discussion, 
and we're going to have, there's three experts and we're going to answer garden questions. But I challenged everybody, the three people on the group to bring a question to ask each other. To yeah. start the discussion. And just remember, you guys got to let other people get a word in edgewise, though. Eh? <laughs> oh, come on. We'll have a talking stick. We'll beat people who talk out of turn. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> no, it'll be like, you know, how in debate club you had to hold up your card. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, I'm looking forward to it. It'll be awesome. fun. Awesome. So, and what time does it start in the morning? Is well, the show... it, actually, the doors are going to open, and we won't be able to hold them back, and it'll be <laughs> literally from 9 o'clock till 4 o'clock. Awesome. Cool. And when are we doing our speech, our little panel discussion? 10.30 on the okay. Saturday. Thanks, because <laughs> yeah. I didn't know. <laughs> I oh, mean, they I haven't gonna... sent you a note. <laughs> well, yeah, but I thought I should have like the exact time. I'll be there. Joanna, and, and I'll be there. <laughs> her timing's been off a little bit lately. No. Her direction. She likes I'm... driving around the city to go to one place. She's like hey, two, two miles Google away. Google Maps. But... Uh, you know what? I'm switching to Waze because Waze. I yeah. use Waze, but hey, I don't know. Google Maps <laughs> did me wrong this week. It did me well, wrong. you know what I don't <laughs> like is the people that give you a description of their house. Yeah. Uh-oh. Just give me the address, please. Yes, I know. <laughs> Don't tell me which corner turn to turn out. Turn left at the red barn over by the coral. And then yeah. and, Unless and you live in Dwinton. Blue Gate? No, yeah. I've spent too many times on that dark highway <laughs> out by Okotoks going yep. up and down. Yeah, yep. <laughs> exactly. Oh so, gosh. okay, but what else is going on there? Like, uh, well, there's a there's bunch of stuff. really great speakers. We've got Herbaceous Peonies with Adam Yakubuski. I'm sorry, Adam, if I said it wrong. And we've got Mason Bees with Kate Murphy. Okay. Nice. Garden journaling with Michelle Edworthy. And there's a gal coming from the city composting to give us a talk. So nice. I think that one's going to be interesting. And Ken Fry's going to talk about pollinators in the garden, what to oh, plant. Ken's to phenomenal. Yeah. Yes. What a resource we have in him, hey? That is. That All these is. awesome speakers. Yeah, and Jane Rexton's coming, and we're going to talk. She's going to talk about the perennial plant of the year selection and how the committee sets steps it up and does it and <laughs> oh goodness and then there's workshops there's people can make hyper two foot planter with oh, the lady cool. from the vent lindsay from venture those are awesome those are great they are they really are i really like alpine plants and i think that they're just very very cool yeah but those hyper two foot pots are just yeah. cool Lightweight, yes, they are super functional yeah. and we have a mushroom person coming to Ooh. do a mushroom growing mushrooms in your backyard Ooh. nice and i'm sorry i can't say his name because it's his fun Guy Aku Akuofa or something. That, yeah, something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the, and they're out of Sundry, aren't they? Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's. Um, I've checked out their farm online. They have a really uh, cool. I thought website. you were going to say that's his name. Well, fun guy. <laughs> it might be. You never know. <laughs> a last name? Yeah, I'm not sure. No, but it, isn't that mushroom? Yeah. Like, yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh no. F- well, I'm sure he's a fun guy too. So. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I am too. Yeah. Oh, I looked here. It says we're on the garden stage at 10:30. Perfect. Awesome. Well, that's when I was planning to be there. So. Okay. <laughs> and and uh, Kathy Curio from Crags, the Alpine Club, is going to do homemade containers for patio gardens. Awesome. Oh, nice. Cool. And there's a guy coming to do. Edible forests. Ooh, I nice. like that idea. Yeah, me too. Yeah, so lots of sounds it's like a, a sounds like a real garden. Yep, yep, sounds like a very educational garden show. 
um, a little bit of a different format than what's been done in the past, which yes. is always good to change it up. Smaller venue, but <clears throat> still got a lot of things going on, it's, and the it, committee has worked so hard on this. Yeah, so. and you're going more after, it's not really a, a, a buying show, but I'm sure there'll be some of that, but it sounds like you're, you guys are doing more of a knowledge-type show, sharing, right. sharing the wealth of the knowledge of Calgary's Gardeners. That's, I think that's basically the whole premise of it, awesome. and I thought, I've thought for ages that we should get our knowledge and get the gardeners that are members to come and talk, yep. and that's what it's about. So <clears throat> it'll awesome. be exciting. Perfect. All right. Well, Kath, and again, that is next Saturday, Sunday at the Max Bell. So easy access. You get the LRT. Yep. Yeah. Lots of parking. Lots to learn. Yep. Yeah. Lots to see. You get to come see what I look like. Yeah, you've never met me. Say, and people finally get to meet you. <laughs> just look over the crowd of all over She's everyone's heads. I'm six foot two. You can't miss me. <laughs> well, we'll be a fine pair because I'm five foot four. So. <laughs> I love it. We're complimentary. Yes. Yeah. Cool. All Looking right. forward Birthday. to it, Kath. Hey, thank you very much. All right. Thanks, Kath. <laughs> okay. Bye bye. All right. And Kath. Wonderful. And Joanna will be hosting yeah. the show on Mother's Day. Oh, it'll be so special. I'm really looking forward to that one. Yeah. We'll miss you, Merle. But, you know, Kath and I basically laugh for two hours um, yeah. and talk about gardening here <clears throat> and there. So That's going to be awesome. <laughs> Tune in on May 12th. I'm lucky I'm going to go to Nashville. Yeah. So nice. can be fun. Um, where are we at? We're going to go to Barbara. Good morning, Barbara. Good morning. How are you? Good, good. good. How can we help you? I have... Just purchased a Korean lilac, and I think it's a snowberry. I think it's ironwood. Is it an ironwood? And I'm wondering about the care. So for the Korean lilac, I kind of wanted it's it's a smaller. Yeah, plant. no, they're yep. the more the oh, they make Pretty great hedges or right? or focal point um, shrubs. Yeah, very easy maintenance. You can just shape them if you want, or let them live to their mature size. Yeah, they're, they almost globe themselves and. Yeah. Yep. Is it really? They do that, like, it's a topiary right now, so it is kind of like a, it, it'll just be like a, I don't know, a globe? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. it's, we use that a lot in landscaping just because we know exactly what it's going to do, and it's very low maintenance. And if it's a topiary one, you just need to, you will need to just trim it. So as soon as it's done blooming, if you just take, just trim it up a bit, like even with a hedge trimmer or just a pruner, just to just keep that symmetrical look because they, they can get a little bit bigger on there. So when you get to that desired um, globe size that you're looking for, it, they're fairly easy to maintain at that one. But do it right after they're done blooming. That way you'll ensure to get blooms the following year. Yeah, and no, no sports. Like if it starts to revert back, right? So you yeah, just anything that kind of twangs out, you just cut those right away, right back to the main trunk. Okay, so they are sort of, um, what are they called? Um, yeah, okay. Um, the snowberry? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Again, very easy. Um, they do like a full sun, um, well-drained area. Most shrubs like in Calgary are fairly straightforward. Yeah. The first couple of years, making sure they get watered in really, really well, that slow, deep watering, um, get them established in, and then you're going to have, and same, cut back, um, they don't mind being deadheaded in the in the spring after they're oh. done blooming. Yep. Snowberry is really easy. I think um, you probably have a cultivar of one of our native varieties, so it's a trooper. You shouldn't have any problem with that. And how big will that get? Uh. I'm, I'm very sensitive to something that's going to go stupid. Uh, they don't, large, it, right? won't, it won't go stupid, but it's going to be... In that 10 feet and under, like yeah. sort of that 7 and to 10 feet. And you can prune that one to shape as well. You can, like Merle said, after it blooms, go ahead and cut it back to the size you want it. And do that every two or three years. You'll be fine. What will the height be? Uh, about 10 it, feet. Yeah, 8 to yeah. 10. 
Oh, so it won't go. It because it says on there it'll go to thirty feet, and I thought. So it is a tent. It is another kind of um, small yeah. yard. Yeah, tree. I, I would say so. Like and just unless it's a, what variety is it again? Oh, snowberry. Okay, yeah, most of the snowberries, like, they I've never, never get seen to them get 30, that tall. No. Yeah, I've always seen them max out about 10 <clears throat> to 12 feet. Yeah, and in Calgary, you got to remember, a lot of those tags, they're printed for optimal conditions. Like to, Toronto. Yeah, <laughs> Toronto or Kelowna. We Vancouver. are not BC. Yeah, <laughs> so I always typically take about 25% on the larger shrubs, knock it down 25 to 50%. Because of the clay, it's just, it takes no, a No, just our temperature, our, gl- oh. our growing time. Okay. But, all right. Thanks, Barbara. Yeah, I, gotta go. I, have, I just have one more question. I'm going to put you on hold then, and we'll Thanks. do you after the break. Thank you. All right. Got to take a quick break. You're listening to Let's Talk Gardening on 770 CHQR. Welcome back to Let's Talk Gardening. I'm Merle Coombs, and I'm joined by, with, not by, joined. <laughs> For? Joined. Around? <laughs> we are Joanna. joined. We are joined, joined today. Here. We're huddling together in all this snowy weather. No kidding. Yeah, Where are we good. at? Let's go back to Barbara. Yeah. Hi, Barbara. Welcome Hi. back. Okay, so I made a mistake. I just need you to know. It's a snowbird hawthorn. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that okay. sounds better. Okay. Thank you for reading your text. Yes. <laughs> well, You're I, close, I, I'm though. looking desperately for it. So uh, it's... It, yeah, it's, that uh, can get 25 feet high. Gorgeous. Okay. Um, get nice white blooms on it. Has big thorns. Hardy, yep. hardy? Yep, very hardy. Yep. And yep. does it get really wide at the base or is no. it... No, okay. it, it stays fairly narrow. It gets 15 feet wide sort of thing. Is, is yours a tree form or a, or a multi-stem? It's a tree form. Yeah. yeah. Do I have to watch that again? Watch. In other words, in, if it Yeah, suckers, they can sucker once in a while, so just cut the suckers off Okay. right at the base. Now, I have a lot that is sort of lopsided. Yeah. And what I'm trying to do is build the one side up because... Unfortunately, the neighbor did not get an engineering report for their um, wonderful uh, retaining wall. And yeah. so my yard is starting to slightly move into Uh-oh. their yard. Now, I'm looking to try to stabilize that. And so what I wanted to do is buy that, I don't know how to describe it, but this honeycomb kind of sort of plastic, and then you put the earth on it. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. kind of a, well, there is a, there's a geogrid you can get. Okay. And it's a landscape, it's a geotextile for stabilizing retaining walls. We usually put it in behind our retaining walls when we build them. Okay, and where do does one get that geogrid? Um, you can probably get it at um, a geotextiles place. I'm not sure who else. I, I think like even Burnco would, would carry it, maybe. Oh, really? Yeah, they okay. might carry it. Okay, um, or Nilex is one place that like where we get it. Nilex, yep. Nilex yep. comes up first on the on Google Maps. Yep. Um, but the only problem is you have to buy a fair bit, so it depends how much you have. And, I have a uh, fairly large yard, and okay. so it starts to slope on the one side, so that might not, I don't know, might not Nilex. be a problem. You know, and you, you might be you might be worthwhile for you to even make an appointment with Joanna to yeah. come out and just give you a bit of advice on what to do and how to deal with it. When you start dealing with that, sometimes... So make sure you're going in the right direction. That's yeah, absolutely. All. Absolutely. Okay. I thank you very kindly. Yeah, yeah thanks. Thanks. Take Bye-bye. care now. Bye-bye. Yeah. On those ones, when you start getting into that, sometimes it's just good to get a second opinion on yeah, some stuff. There's you start... usually more than one solution, especially when you talk about retaining soil. Retaining walls are one of my, um, they can cost so much money. 
And that's sometimes the problem. Like, if they're not done right, too, they can be very dangerous. Yeah. Well, you'd have to rip them out and redo them. And sometimes if you can avoid them or a little smaller or other alternatives, like you said. Yep. Tiebacks. You can, and you know what, with the right, I mean, the geotextile is one approach that's like out there, you know, but there's, we have beautiful stone. We could be like, in the end, it could be less functional and more, more aesthetic. I mean, well, functional and aesthetic. Absolutely. And I just want to give a little shout out to the apple trees. I know we had, uh, Marnie, Marsha, I believe, was it Marsha? Yes, Marsha, but her tag is Marnie on her text. Mm -hmm. Um, she was asking Roster and crab apples, big river crab, both are great. We also mentioned... Um, the Gladiator. Yeah. yeah. So um, I responded to your text there, Marnie. We, Rosterns are beautiful. They're just a gorgeous tree. Another one that's so similar, um, but disease resistant, a little bit different in color. So the Gladiator crab Yeah, apple. get the nice purple flowers and oh, the crimson color beautiful. leaves. Beautiful. Yep. The leaves are a little darker. But, but they're the, fire blight resistant, which is yep, awesome. Which is amazing. So check out a Gladiator crab. They're gorgeous. So, so I just want to say, like this time of year, like after the long winters and things like that uh, the robins I, I have an ornamental crab in mm-hmm. my yard and the robins are just all over eating the leftover yep. crab apples the ornamental crabs just on there so rosterns gladiators all these ones that are they don't make a mess they're not like the old dog old crab you know used the to nerd just, term for that what persistent fruiting yes like, no, <laughs> you're cringing. i'm sorry i love this stuff ah. well think about it robins the wax wings are coming in all these yep. songbirds are showing up in this blizzard and they're not really finding a lot to eat nope. in the ground right so they need all these um really softened up kind of maybe possibly yeah, fermented over, yeah so and watch the that birds like a pot <laughs> <laughs> there is a crab apple on our street in midnapore and i walk by there this time of year to make sure this the wax wings are okay because last year they all ate off it and then landed in the street and they were getting hit and it was breaking my heart they're drunk they were totally drunk and i was i was that that nerd out there scooting them off the street to save them because they were getting plowed over. You're like the keys, please, eh? The designated oh, yeah, driver for them. The drivers were not slowing down. They, I mean, they're gray birds. They blended yeah. in with the road. It was, so, yeah. But was if you sad. do have room in the yard for a ornamental crab apple of some sort or some of these ones, yep. it sure feeds the birds. Plus, they're great pollinators because yep. you get the you get the flowers in the yep. spring. Disease and resistant. Their crown is their canopies, like a roster. Yeah, they're not taking over gladiator. your yard either. Like they're they're gorgeous. Six to nine feet wide max at maturity. So they're a really smart um, plant if you don't want it to be taking over your space. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, let's go. We're gonna go. We haven't been out here for a while. We're gonna go to Cochrane. Hey. Good morning, Audrey. Oh, hello. Hi. How can I we love help your you? show. Thank you. Hey, we love for doing it. In. <laughs> it just brightens up my day. You need it today. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I have those ornamental plums in the back, and they are fantastic. Absolutely. I, pr- I prune them back every year. Mm. Prune them down a bit every year. Yeah. I want to keep them a certain, not too big, right? Yeah. But um, what I'm calling about today, and they are fantastic with the word birds, and I want to say way to go. Trying to save those oh, birds. I, I saw a couple get hit, and it was just I. I am very sentimental. I was crying. My husband was making fun of me, but I was. Oh. I actually scooped a couple of them up because they had already been hit, and I just tried to like nurse them back to health. And I don't know what happened. They flew away, but yeah, they, they, they were drunk. Don't they don't drink and fly. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. I've seen them do that with the neighbor's tree. That's um, 
I'm out in Ash, and yeah. same thing. And yeah. but I've not seen them in the streets. But you're right; I would have been mm. out with you. Absolutely. <laughs> so, how can we help you, Audrey? What I have in my front yard—I don't know the name of the trees. Uh, they've probably been there about 35 years, and they are trees that dump a lot of seeds. Like, um, just they have clusters of seeds on them, like a Manitoba maple. Or are they vase shaped, like upside down, like a big V shape, big vase shape? No. Okay. Um, what type of uh, um, bark, like what color bark? It's, um, it's, uh, it just looks like, um. Kind of gray? Does it flower? Kind of a grayish, yeah, grayish, grayish brown. You should text us a picture. If you if you could text a picture to the same number, Audrey, we'll be able to answer it 100%. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my thoughts that. is that it could be an elm or a type yeah. of Manitoba maple or something like that. Elm. I think that's what it is. Yeah. That, there's somewhat like a big V shape and that kind of black bark sometimes. Oh, no, no. That's not it. Okay. Um, it, it has these, there's kind of like teardrop uh, seeds that come off them and they yeah. go all over the lawn. Could be an ash. Yeah, it could Send be an us ash. A picture. We'll, we'll yeah. let you know yeah, right just away. Just text a picture and we'll get it for you right away. Okay, but what I want to do is I want to remove them yep. from my lawn because they're making such a mess. Okay. And, like, it's, it really is. It's an well, you can, uh, What you can do is give our guys, our team at Prune It Up a call, and Mark would be more than happy to come out there and give you a free quote and, uh, and look after that and do a stump grind for you or whatever you need. Okay, well, I can do that, and that's great. But my question is I want to replace them. Ah, so some of the ones we just chatted about, like yeah. the Gladiator, the Rosthern, those are great yeah. trees for front yards, Ohio Buckeye. A pyramidal um, ash, those are pretty too, like a mountain Yeah, ash. are you looking for shade or more ornamental? I would like um, a good shade tree because you- we park on the street. Mm. And it, this is what I love about these trees. They protect the lawn with the shade and they also protect our vehicle. Okay. And they could be, if you have enough room, and then maybe an elm would be a really good choice for you as well if you have enough room because they make great shade trees as well. Yep. Lindens. With the dark bark. If yep. they, have, they can get they- a little bit darker. Sometimes it turns black at certain times. Yep. Yeah, so I've seen any kind of canopy. Yeah, they have a nice big vase shape. They make great shade trees, really quite a pretty tree. Okay, that's that's what I would, went into. Now, are they, um, e- they grow easily here? Yep, absolutely. Nice and hardy. If you go to our website, the Spruce It Up Garden Center website, we have a thing called a plant finder. And you can just click on it and say what type of tree you're looking for, a shade tree, da-da-da. Um, and it'll spit out a whole bunch of um, suggestions for you. And you can add them to your plant list, and then you can bring them down to the store and have a look at the trees in person. Okay, that would be perfect, because I want something that's low-maintenance. Yeah. And gives us a lot of shade. And And Joanna mentioned linden. Those are great ones as well. They make a nice shade tree. Um, um, you're, uh, yeah, or you're out in Cochrane, like a larch would be pretty, uh, you know. Larch? Yeah. Okay. Not so much a shade tree, though. Not so much a shade tree, but I love them. <laughs> yeah, no, they're gorgeous, yeah. <laughs> when I think of Cochrane, I think of the beautiful larch. Yeah. Out that way. They make a good background yeah. shrub, tree sort of thing. Elms are the best for shade. They become that big kind of yeah. umbrella shape yeah. over time. And yeah. If, if you have a willow, if you have enough room, like a big laurel leaf willow or the silver willow is a gorgeous tree, grows really fast. Um, we have some really, really nice silver willows coming this year. So 
Okay, and that is also easy maintenance. Is Absolutely, right? yep, okay. and grow quick. But the key to it is making sure you give them proper water for the first couple of years. Is this really get them rooted yep. in and get them established? Uh, yep, and okay. then you're good. Establish well. Okay, and uh, one other question I have is that the roots from the pine trees, like there is a pine tree close to my house here. Yep. Um, well, and the roots are now sticking out of the grass and everything. Yep. Really big. Do they? Will they break into basement walls? The spruce and that and the pine typically don't um, don't do that. They're more chasing water or, or that kind of thing. So typically they don't. So again, I'm going to recommend more consistent, slower, deeper watering for your lawn, and you can top dress those roots and just just cover them up with loam and then overseed them with grass again if they're in your lawn. But I would just suggest more slower, deeper watering, and that'll push the roots more downwards. Ah, uh, okay. Alrighty. Thank you very much. You're yeah, welcome. Thanks. Thanks, Thanks Audrey. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. All right, we need to take a break. You're listening to Let's Talk Gardening on 770 CHQR. Welcome back to Let's Talk Gardening. I'm going to go right to the phone lines, and we're going to chat with Shirley. Good morning, Shirley. Hi. How can Hi. we help you? Um, I've heard you talk about soilless mix yep. for containers, and I've never used it. Okay. And um, I have a small greenhouse, and so I plant tomatoes and cucumbers in my greenhouse and some outside, too. Yeah. So should I use that soilless? Yeah, and are you growing in, in containers for the most part? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's, the soilless mix works great. Like the we have the black gold... Um, organic veggie mix is great. Um, we have the number four mix um, in the in the big pro mix bags. Those mm-hmm. are great. You'll just find that they just they just grow a lot better with because there's a lot more roots air for the roots nice and, and stuff. Fluffy and yeah. loose. Yeah. Yes, usually like no damping off. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'm from the old school where I just use soil. Right. No, Ooh. and, and soil is yeah. so good in the ground, but in in our area, it's just. It's it's just it's it is a lot harder. I know yeah. even when we we used to mix our own soil when I was a grower at Sunnyside, and we slowly slowly mixed. And now any of the growers, everyone grows in a soilless mix. It just you get a lot better plants, more root structure, they more can consistency. Breathe. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Well, that's what I want. Like my my tomatoes and that are pretty good in the greenhouse, but I want them to be better. Yeah. I, I, it, it's phenomenal, yeah. like for that. But anything like the big yellow bag, and we carry all those same products in our bulk bins as well. They're so good when you're rejuvenating our real soil beds, like in the ground and mm-hmm. all that. That's where you need those good products like that. And um, like for tomatoes, uh, they take a lot of fertilizer, right? Tomatoes, yes. Yeah, they're yeah, big they're, feeders. Yeah. So, what would you recommend, like fertilize every time I water? Yeah, almost, yeah. I always like to water first, then fertilize. Oh, okay. Yeah, never fertilize a dry plant. Yeah, I've heard you say that. Yep. So just water really good first, and then give it a shot of fertilizer every time. And okay. they don't they don't mind foliar feeding as well. If even if you just mix it a little bit less strength mm-hmm. and just sprinkle it right on the foliage, they don't mind that at all either. Oh, great. Alrighty. Okay. Thank you. All right. Okay, bye bye. All right, and I know this is going to be tough because our phone lines are full. Yeah, thanks for calling in. We're like 10 minutes out. Yeah, so <laughs> we'll do that. Actually, let's take a break, and when we get back, um, we'll discuss. We have a couple things. We have lots of phone calls, lots yeah. of texts. It's busy, busy. Lots of stuff coming up. All right, you're listening to Let's Talk Gardening on 770 CHQR.
<laughs> Welcome back to Let's Talk Gardening, and we have a we're going to give away. If so, if anybody's needing a gift card to get you going on getting rid of some junk, you can give us a call. And the question is, some whose junk? birthday is it? Oh, whose birthday? Who is just it? turned forty again? Oh, Come on, it's a hard one. <laughs> Call us at 403-974-8255. And the third caller will be <laughs> the 40th call. No, the third <laughs> caller would be the winner. Right on. All right. Cool. Can we talk really quick about Absolutely. weeping birch trees? Yes. We've had a couple text messages. Absolutely. And uh, even, uh, yeah, texting from all avenues here. People are wondering about how to save their weeping birch trees that may be dying from the top down. You'll see that um, as they start to leaf out, you might not see leaves at the top. First plan of attack would be rage. Yeah. First of all, I would give them slow, deep water. And I'd get okay. a, yeah, one of yeah, those sweating sure. hoses, okay. put that around the drip line, and leave it on there for like six, eight hours. Yeah. That way the water just goes in there nice and slow and deep. Right down and where then, the roots need it. Yeah. And for Injections? Whatever, you can definitely do injections, but okay. first I'd also do the deep root injection. We, we're also going to be doing the Rage Plus yes. with that as well. Yep. But if you want to get it yourself, um, pour like five or ten buckets of that all the way around the okay. drip line. Yep. Birch trees love Rage Plus. And they we, do. we have pictures in the store from um, listeners and, and customers that have brought pictures in of their birch tree that Night has died back. And then it rejuvenates the... It puts life back into those dead limbs. Not guaranteed. Depends no, how long yeah. they've been dead. Yeah. Um, but if it if it's if it can be salvaged for whatever reason, birch trees love Rage Plus. Yeah, I think it and helps. And we're also doing the the deep root injection for the for the fertilizer for them, and then also for the birch leaf miner is another yes. devastating thing. What on, is that injection? People have it, asked. It, it's going to be. It's a brand called Trazen. Okay. Trazen. Mm -hmm. um, we're going to be using that, and it's a small injection. Put in there last typically two years okay and nice. uh we're just hopefully that fingers crossed if yeah. you have a birch tree please monitor it and don't drag your feet on it if you see issues give us a call right away but one of the biggest yeah. things is is water with them that yes. slower deep watering yeah. they they respond yeah. really quite well they yeah. do need that and get it nice and healthy with the rage plus and the and that on your birch tree and, you, and hopefully we'll get some good success on that yeah and yeah. We better get some success on a phone call. <laughs> That's uh, Gord's on that. But right now, we're going to go to oh, Lethbridge. Yep. We're going to go to Lethbridge right now. Nice. Good morning, Lynn. Yes. How yeah. can we help you? Well, it's about lawn. Okay. Uh, it's, I've been reading about that uh, that fescue grass. Yep, the that doesn't lawn. Take, yeah, yep. that doesn't take as much water. Yes. Do you have it? Yes, we do. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, it's been great. Like we've we've carried it for a long time. Um, it's great. It's a little bit more expensive, mm -hmm. but everybody who uses it um, is uh, usually very happy with it. It takes a little bit longer to germinate, but you just just keep at it with the water at the beginning. But uh -huh. once it's for once it gets germinating, and get going. Um, people have grown it in some of those hard to grow areas underneath spruce trees. Uh -huh. And it's quite durable, and then when you're using our fertilizer with it, it becomes mm -hmm. very, very good grass. Yeah, what, I, what I'm using it for is to actually put it over my top dress with my original lawn. Can I do that? Sorry, I couldn't hear you. If you just repeat uh, one more time. Top dressing with my original lawn? Yeah. That's yeah. perfect. Yeah. Absolutely. Perfect. Yeah. And, I, 
and I've already put your fertilizer on. Yeah, so that, the- yeah, so that's uh, absolutely. So if you give mm-hmm. everything a good rake, so we've had a couple of questions on this on what mm-hmm. kind of timing or when, but right now, give everything a good rake, mm-hmm. put the fertilizer down, um, overseed with your grass seed and top dress at the same time with the soil, yep. and then give everything rake a good rake in. again. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And rake you're perfect. It in, make sure you're and keep your watering consistent, keep traffic off of it, and you're good to go. Thank you very much. Awesome. Thanks. Okay. Thanks. Bye-bye. Happy birthday. Thank you. <laughs> Bye-bye. Uh, Bye. God, you're getting the, the birthdays. I know. You know what? Last year, I really did turn 40, and it was like crickets chirping. And now... <laughs> okay. And sorry, Gord, who was the winner? Uh, and the winner was... And oh, the winner we have was, a winner for the 1-800. Who was the winner? Awesome. All right. And we got Stephen James. He was the winner of... The 1-800-GOT-JUNK gift card, and he's on line one. We'll go to him really quickly. Nice. Good morning, Steve. Good morning. Hey, Good morning. And you, and Congratulations. You won some, uh, <laughs> the big 1-800-GOT-JUNK. So yeah. They're a great company. <laughs> so it's a $100 gift card towards uh, their services at 1-800, your full-service junk removal company that handles the tough stuff. Just point, right. and the junk will disappear, Stephen. Oh, it sounds so yep. easy. <laughs> it sounds so nice. So uh, you have a question. Well, I'm going to use the gift card to haul away all the dead grass that my hey. dogs have uh, ruined. Yes. Oh. So you so, need a little bit of a lawn for- fix-up. Yeah. So I was, think, I was thinking of um, replacing it with new sod, but how do I, going forward, is there a product that I can put on the grass and neutralize the urine over? Because most of the kill is in the spring after they've, uh, the whole winter yep. of the dog. And there's a product called Dog Spot Prevent. So I'd give it a really good rake. And, uh, and they don't necessarily need to replace the lawn. What I do is give everything a really good rake, fertilize with our Green It Up fertilizer, and then top dress everything and then just overseed it. And then also use the Dog Spot Prevent. And you'll be amazed at how fast your, your grass will rejuvenate, unless it's totally gone. Then Okay. So, so, so the other question I have is the fertilizer. Is it safe for uh, Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Awesome. All righty. Okay, thank thank you. you so much, Stephen, and good luck. Happy and, birthday. Uh, Happy birthday. <laughs> Thanks. And I think Gord already that. has your info, so Perfect. we're good to go. Thanks, Stephen. Okay. All right. All right. And everybody else online there, Norm and Diana, I will take you offline. And thank you so much for everybody for calling in. And yeah, happy birthday again to Joanna. Thank you. Thank you. And thanks for joining us on Let's Talk Guardian on 770 CHQR.